Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Young children should not view this content under any circumstances, even if supervised by a parent or guardian. I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass! That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Robin Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. And Slim. I'm going to rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> Internet Radio's Finest. I've been traveling around backwards in time to find these keys. Searching this place, make the future great for the machines. I wonder, have you seen John Connor? You know that I could use John Connor. John, where the hell are you? I look for you. German Oaks, the gallery. Ah, look you up in the phone book to find your street. Know that I must kill John Connor. One of us is in deep trouble. I'm programmed to destroy John Connor. How are you? I need your clothes, your boots, and your bike too. How are you? This is Sarah Connor. Is your son John Connor at home at this time? I am his human school teacher, John Kimball. I require that he receive his homework immediately. If you do not disclose the precise longitude whereabouts of John Connor, I will have no choice but to resort to disproportional violence. Time's running out. Black guy is burning in Skynet cheats. Come on. This place blows up, you'll get to blow my judgment deep. Hey, I'm a police officer. I wonder where my telephone is. Where the hell is my telephone located? Tell John that I wish I'd known him. Please send this message to John Connor. He would like me. Could have shared a remarkable friendship. I never intended any harm. I'm so sorry. Please 
please accept my apologies for any collateral damage that has been dealt. It wasn't me! Giancarlo! Yes, a T-800 series model 101. He stole my spot in the assembly line. I'm a clone of the cybernetic organism you've been running from. I must find you, John Connor. Welcome to class. I'm the teacher. I will begin with recording your attendance. John Connor. You've reached Arnold's Pizza Shop. Is your name by chance John Connor? Let's play a game called Who Is Your Daddy and Is He John Connor? This is Amazon customer support. If you are John Connor, tell me where the hell are you and I'll bring you your package. I must find you, John Connor. I must have you, John Connor. I still love you, John Connor. I've been traveling around backwards in time to find this kid. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. This is Carrie Frylock Means, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show, fools. Yeah, this is Kelsey Sass Baffery, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Jamie Kennedy, a.k.a. B-Red, originally from Delco. You're listening to the Jersey's own Rob and Slim, that's right. They on them bus pills to cure all your ills, drinking smoothies, and then got to take a poopy. That was not good. I'm sorry. It's showtime, and I don't mean a bad impression of HBO. I mean time for a show. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Shit. Damn shit. Showtime, a-holes. Fuck yeah. What is up? It's a lot of stuff. That fucking song is great. I was yeah, it like ten times after he fucking released it. I love to- towards the end where you just hear John Connor being repeated in the background. John Connor, John Connor. Yeah, I love that he does uh, that shit. Love it. Oh, did you see DMX died? Yeah, I did see that. And guess who's number one in our uh, YouTube videos? The Driz singing uh, "Party Up." Yeah. And uh, your pants off dance off is up there too. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the other ones, you did another DMX song. Too, so thank you, DMX. Thank you for Oh, the, I wonder the, the if the Pants Off Dance Off is going viral then, because somebody just messaged me out of the blue, and they were like, I saw your Pants Off Dance Off. <laughs> I posted like, it on Facebook. So oh, okay, that's so that's, that's probably why. And then people were like, what's wrong with it? <laughs> what did you do to Slim? <laughs> it was all uh, for DMX. Yeah, we saw it. We first yeah. saw it. We're seers. Uh, mm. What else happened? Oh, little on Nas X. Go to go to the page real quick. The the group. I love these fucking Nikes. And like, I was so tempted to just buy a pair with my fucking stimmy. Go to that first one that explains it. It's uh, the controversial kicks. Oh, this one right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently modified. He he had a streetwear company modify these uh, Nike Air. 
So Nike this is Air Max. real, because I read it and I was like, is yeah. this an April Fool's joke? No, Nike Air Max 97s. And he had the streetwear company uh, decorate them with a pen- pentagram pendant uh, and a reference to Luke 10, 18, a Bible verse about Satan's fall from heaven. And they're uh, $1,000, $1,018. And they also have a drop of human blood in each soul by the, the members themselves. They put a, a drop of their blood in the soul. That's kind of cool. I guess it was the drop of blood thing where I was oh, like, could that fuck. be real? You'd be the and most like, badass yeah. motherfucker if you walked into work with them. Show the picture, though. They're like fucking uh, that insanely evil. They are yeah. fucking cool. Let me fucking show everyone at badass. You got to order a pair. But he's yeah. being pursued by Nike because they're like, we didn't, we didn't authorize those Satan, <laughs> Satan <laughs> shoes. <laughs> All he's got to do is just remove the Nike symbol. It's fine. His whole new thing is like Hail Satan. So. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And, and uh, of course, Fox News make a big fucking deal about it. Like, that's the only shit. Right. Yeah. I see on. that. Right. Besides, right-wing uh, cancel culture targets yeah. Lil Nas. Besides uh, Potato Head and Seuss. Seuss. Now it's Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X <laughs> uh, fucking ruining the country. But uh, oh, the, the last two Walking Dead. The one was amazing. The one was shit. The one was complete shit. So, like, uh, the first one. That, that it was, was uh, Carolyn Daryl. As soon as you see Carolyn Daryl, just turn the fucking episode off. It was her. It was them. They split up. She went back to town. R- rat in the house. It was her hunting a rat. Oh, right. You, that was the oh. first episode, the premiere of this. No, that was the, the one before the last. Okay, the one before this the is, last. Uh, four in, and it was just trash, trash, trash. Um, and then the the last one of the, uh, the season, because these are like all extra. Like, cause all of a sudden they they like announced that the show is ending. So these are supposed to be the end, but then they were talking about coming back in the summer with a new se- season. So these are just extra episodes they've done. So it's kind of like I guess they can go either way. Just kind of what they could get away with to film during COVID, I yeah. assume. And like I noticed early on, like there's not more than like three actors in each episode, right? Uh, type of thing. So I guess that's part of like the the um. The whatever regulations on it and even when you see walkers it's like five and they're all spread apart it's just like lame <laughs> it's lame it would have been funny if one of them got killed by one of these like really weak packs of walkers though like it's like where, where, where did the budget go it honestly felt Can't like we they just had cgi no walkers this, in at this point right? <laughs> like, it felt like they had no budget this season on some of the shit it yeah. was just pretty bad but the, the last episode was amazing and you gave me the, the comic book years ago that i was gonna read it i was gonna read it the other night but i'm like i don't want to like blend these things together because like I, I I wanted to I will read it, uh, but uh, the episode was here's Negan and that was the name of the comic as mm-hmm. well here's Negan so that's cool and you just told me it was cool uh, so yeah it started with Maggie walking uh, through Alexandria with Glenn the Junior and uh, she's saying hi to everybody and then she's Negan and like giving just the death look and then says hi to the person next to him and keeps walking blah 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 and then it goes to uh, Carol and Negan, and uh, he was thanking her for getting him out of the town for a while when he killed uh, Alpha and all that and, and all that shit. Um, and and they're walking through the woods, and she's like, "Yeah, well, the the committee has voted that you have to go." And he's like, "Did they, or did Maggie?" So uh, she brings him to the house from the, uh, the other shit episode, which was Daryl's bitch's old shack in the woods. Okay. So she's like, she got all his stuff or whatever, you know, and uh. uh and tells him he's got to stay there and gives him a, a dead rabbit to eat for dinner and all. And then all of a sudden he's eating dinner and he's got the fire lit. I think he's, I think he's lighting the fire and like all of a sudden he's there. 
the him, the badass him with the leather jacket and all. And he's talking to himself, talking shit to himself. And he's like, you, you're a piece of shit. You're fucking useless. You're a cult of personality with no cult. You're done. The, the only thing that made you was uh, the bat and all that. Like right. the seal and all that shit. Um, so uh, he goes out. He, he goes out to find Lucille. And it's where Rick slit his throat. Like it's where the whole like showdown with his people the uh, and and Rick's like went down. So like they did bury. It shows him digging. Like he just digs oh, and digs, okay. and they buried under the tree where uh, Rick slit his throat. Uh, his bat. So he finally finds it or whatever. Um, I don't I don't know if he found it right at the beginning. Uh, yeah, I think he did. I think he did. And uh, yep, that that was it. And then it uh, he finds Lucille, and then it goes twelve years earlier. It says on the screen, and it's him tied up to a chair. With these bikers, and they're like threatening him. They're like, he had a cooler, and they're like, uh, these are medical supplies or whatever. We need to know where these these doctors are. If you don't tell us, we'll kill you and all. And the whole time he's like tied to the chair, he's like trying to unscrew a screw mm-hmm. under it. Um, so, like I said, uh, they told him, because I guess they had uh, spoken to him before, and he told them where these doctors were, and they went to it, and. Uh, they weren't there, so they, oh, okay. these guys are pissed off. You know, they want they want to know, so they they start beating him, and uh, then it goes two days ago, and it's Negan like stalking out this mobile home, and uh, he has a gun, and he goes to hold him up, and then a girl runs out with a bat, like from behind to the to the, to the guy he was holding up, and I didn't know for a minute. I thought maybe this was Dale's because there was a guy on top of the trailer that had like the fishing hat. So oh, okay. I don't know. I don't. It could have been, know, or just like an Easter egg or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was like, 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 like but they cool. never, they never clarified that. Yeah. So, uh, he gets knocked out with the girl with the bat, and then he wakes up tied to a chair, and this guy, this black guy, Franklin, uh, you know, uh, says he's like, I don't want any problems from you. I don't want to give you any problems, and gives him like uh, a bowl of like oatmeal or something to eat. And he's like, you know, you, you would have did a little better if this gun wasn't empty. But then he goes, you know, uh, Negan starts talking about how he's, he needs chemo for his wife because she's dying from cancer. Right. And the doctor's like, well, I read your note. And that girl is out getting your supplies and brings, brings back the supplies and everything. Like, oh, they're cool. super okay, fucking yeah. cool with him. So they give him the supplies. Uh, did, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes six weeks earlier. Six weeks earlier, and he's with his wife. And uh, uh, she said she wants to watch a movie or something, but he's like, we don't have enough gas in the generator or something like that. So he's reading her book, and he's reading this book, and he's like, this sucks, I can't read this. <laughs> right. And she's like, well, this is what you gotta do. Right. Uh, since since I wasn't allowed to watch a movie. So then you hear this, like, zombie, this walker outside, and she's like, oh, another one's out there, wanting to go kill it. And he's like, and he's a totally different Negan. Like, he's this before anything. So he's like, right. I, I, I kind of don't want to... I'm just going to run the generator a little bit, and it'll draw it away. So, uh, I'm trying to see what happens. Uh, Is he still kind of childish? Like, do they show that or not mm, really? Like, He's just like a regular guy. He's right, just okay. a regular guy. There was a flashback later where it showed that. Where it showed that. Um, uh, and, and his wife's, of course, name is Lucille. Uh, so, uh, then it goes to him in the yard because this walker wasn't going away. So, like, it's him trying to kill it. I forget with what, but he's not doing enough. He's not doing enough. And finally, she just comes up and, like, shoots it in the head. And says, like, that was their last, uh, their last bullet. So, uh, and then then is like, turn the generator on so I can watch a movie. And she's, like, dragging out, like, all the stuff she's hooked up to. Holy so, shit. Yeah, it's like, fuck, she's got all the, the shit. I, I yeah. don't know if it was oxygen or I don't know if it was the chemo or whatever. Right. <clears throat> and then it goes to, like, Negan 
in the town siphoning gas out of the car, and it's dry. Out of a car, it's dry. He gets in, checks the glove box, uh, finds weed, and brings it to Lucille, and tells her uh, to smoke it. Uh, and uh, she's just saying, like, we gotta get out of this town, there's nothing left, type of shit. And he's promising her it's gonna be okay as long as they're together. And, uh, and, and then he's like, you only have three treatments left. And you saw, you saw that he's keeping the, the chemo bags in the freezer or whatever. When, like, he runs a generator, and I'll have him in the fridge, and then, like, gives her a dosage. And uh, then before he turns the generator off, he puts them in the freezer so they stay, oh, stay fine. Okay. Uh, and, then, and then he holds her and, and sings to her. Uh, I think it's, oh, God damn it, I wrote it down somewhere. It's, the song is You're So Beautiful to Me. I think it's Joe Cocker or something. So then uh, I think... Uh, and then it goes to him giving her the treatments. Um, and then they're eating dinner. And uh, he asks how it is. And she said, if I knew dog food was so good, I would have eaten this shit a long time ago. And it gives him a bag. It says, happy anniversary. And he's like, is it our anniversary? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just saying it is. Right. And it's a leather jacket. Oh, okay, And cool. he goes, uh, where the oh. hell did you get this? And she said, I was so mad at you when you bought it. I just, and I couldn't return it. To the store, I just hit it in the crawl space. So it's his leather jacket. Oh, he bought it and she hit it. Yeah. Uh, so he's been like looking yep. for this fucking thing. For... Well, no, he just thought it was gone. Oh, okay, he's right. like, where'd you get it? And he, I guess he realized it's the same jacket and all too. And she apologized for being, or he apologized for being such a terrible husband. And she apologizes that she was pissed and, you know, none of none because he spent like 600 bucks on it or something. And she's like, if I knew now what I knew then, you know, it, that doesn't matter and all. So, uh, and then she said she, she knew he was, uh, she, she said she always knew he was the man that he is now because he, like I said, he apologized for being a terrible, terrible husband and then sits on his lap and uh, then they both smoke the pot and kiss. And then it goes to like the next morning. He wakes up, the freeze is dripping. The shit thawed out, and the fucking oh, chemo's shit. ruining it. He fucking realizes it, and he's like, he's fucking panicking. So he didn't plug uh, the generator back into the freezer because they were watching a movie or something? I think something? it was like it ran out or something. Yeah, okay. Or something like that. And uh, so he's making a plan to go find the doctors. That's what, because like I said, it went back. And she's telling him no. She, she just wants him to stay. And then she says she has some stuff to tell him. Then it goes seven months earlier. And his kids playing outside. It's before the outbreak yeah. and everything. And uh, uh, the kids are playing outside. He's playing a video game. Like you said, being shot. He's right. in like the basement playing and on a headset <laughs> and talking shit to some other kid. Like you're a piece of shit, you fucking scumbag. It's funny. It's like it's cool and it's cool to see like him before. some twelve year old. Lucille comes down mad that he spent the six hundred dollars on the leather jacket, and uh, he says uh, he's like, I'll get a job. And she's like, you can't teach anymore because uh, uh, you, you got fired. Because he was a gym teacher. Yep. They explained that too. Uh, and then uh, throws the receipt down and uh, and just storms out. And then it goes to her talking to her sister, complaining about him. And then the sister starts saying, yeah, he never should have beat that guy up. And she's like, well, that guy deserved it. Uh, then it goes back to them at dinner. Now, from that time. And it says... Uh, she has an MRI in the morning, and he needs to take her there. And he says he can't because he has a probation visit with his probation officer. And uh, then it goes to the visit, and the doctor telling her she has cancer. So she's in the car crying, calls him. He doesn't answer. Then calls the probation officer, and the probation officer is like, he doesn't have a meeting with me for two weeks. Then uh, she drives home. 
uh, and she's got a gun. And I, I like that before that too. She was looking at like phone records and oh, sees okay. that he called like this one uh, woman or something. Right. Uh, so he comes in and she's at the table and asks what's going on. She throws the pamphlets at him, the cancer ones. So uh, uh, then it goes back. What did it say? She's telling him. Oh, then then she's telling him. So then it goes back to before. Remember when I said um, she had something to tell him. Mm-hmm. So now she's telling him, <coughs> my bad, that she knows he cheated on her with that other person or whatever. And he doesn't have to go out to get any any supplies. She just wants him there. And uh, like she's like, you've already made up for like doing because he apologized for that, right? And he's yeah. like, why didn't you ever say anything? And she's like, you've already made up. So for she's it. she knew the whole time. Just didn't yeah. tell him that. Yep. And uh, he says he's not giving up, and he's gonna get what he needs. Uh, she smiles. He kisses him, and then he's uh, back with that doctor and uh, t- telling him he. Could, this is when he said he couldn't find anything. Uh, whatever he says, the blah blah blah. What is it? And that's when the girl came in. It's my bad with the with the cooler and all shit. Oh, then she did. She gave him the bat because they were like uh talk, talking about you need more than an unloaded gun. So okay. she gave him the bat for protection. Then it cuts back to him with the bikers, and he's still working on that screw. Uh, and 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 he's talking about it. like the whole time, like he's telling them this story, like he's stalling for time. Okay. So the bikers like finally, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. And points uh, a little gun at him, his head. And then he's like, I'll, I'll tell you where they are. I'll tell you where the doctors are. And uh, so he tells them where they are. And they're like, okay, but uh, you're going to stay here while we get this doctor. And if, he, if they're not there, we're going to kill you. So they come back with the fucking doctor, with the whole trailer. Oh, wow. And they're like, okay, you can go. They untie him. And as Negan's leaving, and he's got a motorcycle and all, uh, you hear them being tortured. You hear the doctors. You don't know. Like, at first, I'm like, fuck, they're going to kill these doctors. Like, this is shitty. Uh, so then it goes back for him getting home. Uh, back, And then it goes to him getting home. <clears throat> and he's calling for Lucille. She's not answering. He goes downstairs, and there's a note on the door. And says, please don't leave me like this with a heart. He opens the door, and she's a fucking walker. She over- Oh, that was a two. Okay. She, there were pills. There were, like, pills. And she took them all. Because now they were all empty and on their sides. Right. And she got a plastic bag on her head. And it's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So, like, ah, I guess she knew she was dying anyway or whatever. And she just... Probably for it. his sake was just like, I have to end it. Yeah, and then he just he just breaks down. He's just crying. Uh, she's, she's, like, reaching for him, growling. And uh, then, yeah, Joe Cocker, You're So Beautiful, starts playing. And then uh, he takes off the bag and she's, like, biting at him. And he's crying, sitting on the floor. And uh, then he goes out to the yard, he cuts the barbed wire off, and he wraps the bat. <clears throat> Pours gasoline in the bedroom, like she's still alive at the moment, you know. Lights it on fire, and just fucking leaves. And he gets on his bike, he kicks uh, he kicks down the door out, and you just see the flames coming out. It's like the fucking coolest. He gets on the bike, fucking leaving, and uh, with the bat, he cool. just smashes the fucking... Uh, the mailbox. Oh, okay. It's like, that's, <laughs> that's, I'm leaving that behind. I'm needing yeah, now. Like, that's that. that's cool. Transformation, dude. Goes back to the fucking, uh, to the bar where those bikers were. And now the doctor, the black guy's in the, in the chair and he's working on the screw. So, uh, that, that's going on. Negan busts in, just kicks in like the glass door and, uh, <clears throat> knocks, uh, knocks the biker out with, uh, Lucille with the bat. And, uh, uh, like I said, he bashes, the, the, yeah, he just smashes him in the head, he just knocks him out, and, uh, 
does he give the yeah he gives the doctor the gun and uh, tells him to go make sure his daughter is okay. That that other girl was the daughter. Picks up uh, the biker to his knees and then tells him this time. He's like, you better hope I never shut up because when I do, something bad is going to happen to you. So <laughs> he's right. just fucking doing his Negan shit. Um, what is it? Uh, he starts telling him about... Uh, oh, yeah, this is when he starts talking about the bar he was at Lucille with while uh, their song was You're So Beautiful, so he put it on the jukebox to them. They went out for dinner for their anniversary or something, or just for a night, and some dude was talking so loudly that, uh, you know, it was ruining the song. So he went over, he asked the guy to, to you know, just quiet down while the song played. And uh, he just, what did he do? He, he started yelling or, or something like that. And then uh, Negan just blacked out. And he's like, yeah, when they say you black out, you do black out. You don't remember anything. He's like, I saw red and I just beat this guy. Almost death right in the bar. Right. And uh, then I took a dollar out of his wallet. <laughs> and I went and I played the song twice. <laughs> so, That's amazing. And so then he started talking about how yeah. the guy was a father of one of the students at a school. And so then uh, they, the guy got a lawsuit. Negan had to go to court and he lost okay. his job. And he fucking had to pay all these uh, you know, medical bills and all that. And he's like, yeah, and now... Now there's no medical bills. Now there's no lawyers. Now now it's my now I'm the law type of shit. Cool. Well, I this like guy's that. tied up. Uh, and then uh, what, what happens next? He says he uh, yeah he's talking about seeing red and uh, yeah about there's no more lawsuits. And then he just kills a guy. He just bashes his fucking head in with the bat. And uh, what else? What else? Uh, then it goes back. And then he's going. He's like leaving, and he makes sure the doctor and the daughter are okay. And then it goes back to him in the cabin. Uh, or, right? I think so. Oh, it goes back to the day. Oh, I don't even know what I wrote. <laughs> There's uh, uh, something. He kills a walker. Neil's crying. Telling, oh, yeah, no, I think it's back in the cabin. Tells okay. Lucille he's sorry. Oh, yeah, he's holding the bat. He's holding the bat. And he's apologizing. Uh, that He's apologizing that he named the bat after her. He's in the cabin alone. And then in the fire, he puts Lucille. So he's... This is after he dug it up. This is the flash forward, I yeah, guess. Yeah, this is the back flash to like okay, back now, to and, he's, is, and he just he's burns the bat. Yeah, okay. yeah. And he covered it in a rag, which I think was hers or something. I I, I don't remember that. Uh, like, or was that the thing he wears? The ascot? He's oh, maybe it was. The, yeah, the red. Isn't that like oh. a scarf? What is he like wear? a whitish scarf. Okay. I think maybe that's it, though. Yeah. Maybe that's it. But um, so then uh, it goes to Alexandria, and he walks back in, and Maggie's staring him down. And he's just smiling and waving, and uh, Carol walks up to him, and uh, that's when she was like, you know, uh, you, you, nobody voted to kick you out. I just didn't want your death on my conscience because she's going to kill she's you. Gonna kill her, yeah. And he, he, what did he, what did he say? Uh, uh, he goes, fair enough. He goes, fair enough. Yeah. And he, that's when he walks past Maggie, smiles, and waves. And that was the end of the episode. It was fucking cool. awesome. That sounds cool. Awesome. Yeah. Like everything. Everything in that episode. I mean, I saw great reviews for it. I, I uh, You had said it, and I read it, too, that that was his real wife. And it was that his was real Jeffrey wife. Jeffrey, Dean Morgan's wife. So yeah. that's cool. That played Lucille. And uh, I heard, too, that like for most of it, as you explained, it was just like Negan and Lucille. And that was because of COVID, but it like worked really but it well. Worked amazing in yeah. that episode. And like I said, then it was him and, and the doctor, or him and the the, the biker thug, yeah. or whatever. So that was cool. Uh, as far as the comic goes, completely different, not even close. That's but I why think, like I started reading it, and it was yeah. a little, and I'm like, I don't want this to yeah. bleed in or whatever. But um, 
I think they both work because the character Negan is different in the comic anyway. Yeah, he's not and as sexy. He's definitely not as <laughs> That so, motherfucker's easy on the eyes. Uh, I, I mean, I, I only know what you have told me about the series, and I've seen clips and stuff, and I think that story works better for TV show Negan. While yeah. The, the story you get in the comics is more about the reason to why he's doing what he's doing and it kind of paints him more of a hero, but it just makes more sense for the comic book to do yeah. it that way. I was so. going to say too, I didn't uh, get any, uh, uh, politics for this week, but, uh, cause I was going to tell a story. I was going to tell a story from when I worked in radio and, uh, I know I told when I got fired, I talked about that. Yeah. You but showed I, pictures and stuff. I don't I think I talked about the, the, the K rock, gig did i no, i don't think i know about the k-rock gig. like our thing was like you know if another station is doing something like go out there and uh throw your shit to their crowd and uh you know they get our get our name out there so uh there was this uh k-rock uh which is like the biggest station in new york like rock station right, and yeah. then stern was on stern was on there uh originally back then in the morning and all <laughs> So uh, they were having an Ozzy Osbourne book signing. Ozzy was there. It was like at a uh, was at a Barnes and Noble somewhere in Central Jersey. You had to be around Red Bank because that's where the station was. The station was in uh, whatever. Yeah, Red Bank. So uh, yeah, our boss Doug was like to me and Derek, "You you you want to go and th- throw the shit out to the crowd?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So Derek driving the van. We pull up, and uh, this guy walks up to us from K Rock, and he's like, "You guys can't be there. He'd be here." I was like, "Oh yeah, says who?" Because my boss told me I had to. We had to come here and do this. And he's like, they're saying you no know, other stations could be here. I said, hold on. I said, roll the window up to Derek. And I acted like I called Doug. I think I did call Doug. And I'm like, yo, they're telling us we can't be there. And he goes, oh, yeah, park. Park far in the parking lot. <laughs> and uh, and still do it. I was like, fuck yeah. So uh, he rolled the window down. We're like, okay, yeah, we're going we're gonna to park. And we're, gonna, we're still going to be here. Like, you can't stop us from being here. My boss just told me that. <laughs> So we did that. We, we we parked a van. We were throwing our shit out to the crowd. T-shirts, all that. I think there was right. like a homeless guy. We gave him a couple T-shirts, a black homeless guy. And we're like, yeah, go in the crowd there and start chanting, K-Rock sucks. Because the people <laughs> were mad. The people were mad when we were giving our shit out. They're like, yeah. K-Rock's charging us for this. And we were giving like a free stuff. Yeah. Aussie book sign and all. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're assholes. That's fucking bullshit. You should, should be getting autographs for free. You buy the book. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck, fuck, fuck this whole thing. And uh, So, yeah, the guy started the K-Rock sucks chants and all. It was cool. We did our thing, and we're uh, getting ready to get out of there. I'm like, all right, enough's enough, and uh, I had to piss. So I'm walking through the parking lot to get to a Dunkin' Donuts to use the bathroom, and uh, on its own, it's a fucking K-Rock pickup truck. And our thing was, you know, you, you see another station's vehicle, you throw your bumper sticker on it. You take a picture. Right. Yeah. It's all it's all good and, and all that. And uh, So uh, I walked around it. Got down like I was uh, tying my shoe and nobody's around, so I slapped a sticker on it. Okay. Went to the bathroom, came back, and there were two other guys there when we got there. There were these two other guys from a sister station. Oh, that wasn't K Rock and wasn't your sister. It was our sister station. Oh, it was your sister station. Yeah, sister station. yeah and they were like, they, they were told to meet us there because their station wanted them to do shit like the rat did and wanted to learn from me and Derek were like the best. Right. So, uh,. We, we had done all this with these guys, and they threw their shit out, too, to the crowd and all. So I'm like, guys, we're not fucking leaving yet. We're going, going to do this. And we had two bricks of fucking rat stickers left. Two bricks of sti- stickers left. We got back there, and we plastered the fucking thing. Windshield, <laughs> fucking uh, lights, headlights, uh, taillights, everything. Everything on, like, every part of the vehicle was covered in rat fucking stickers. So uh, we're like, this is oh, fucking great. It. 
Well, we're going. We're done. We're done here. So we went back to our station. Those guys went back to their station. And we got back. We told the um, the DJ. We're like, okay. You know, we we're just going to tell them, you know, the crowd was pissed off. That's going to cover our ass. So we did. We went in. Yes, how it was. We told them, yeah, the crowd was pissed. They were chanting, K-Rock sucks. We gave our shit out. We left. Next morning, Derek's, uh, in, he worked uh, every day in the office. I didn't. I only went in on Wednesdays to the office because I had a full-time job. So, um... Derek gets called in by the station manager. And he's like the president of that company. That was the president of K Rock or of what you worked for? Of the rap? Of K Rock. Of oh, K Rock's like main major conglomerate company just uh, called me demanding you and Robbie get fired. Oh, what happened there last night? Because they, they had to have the fucking truck towed back to New York. They couldn't drive it. <laughs> and it cost them like I forget how much. So Derek's like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like that crowd was pissed, and we gave our stickers out. Maybe that was the thing. <laughs> was, Me and yeah. him like discussed like this whole. Yeah. Like the crowd was pissed. They did this shit. They had all those stickers. They were so, like, yeah. fuck K Rock. Cover the our station manager was like, good enough for me. Calls him back is like, fuck you, I'm not paying for shit. You ain't getting money. Because he wanted us fired. He wanted money for all this shit. Oh, my God. For the yeah, toe and all. He's baby. like, no. He's like, you, 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 the people there were pissed, they told me. And uh, they must have did it. So, uh, yeah, that was that. That was that. So, <laughs> so I guess they couldn't drive it because you just covered, what, yeah. the mirrors, probably oh, the windows, everything. The entire thing. So they could, like, well, they probably could have, like, peeled probably, that shit off and been all right. Oh, I don't know. slapped it the fuck off. <laughs> you know? like, that shit was... Hardcore. That shit was badass, bro. Shit that's was awesome. awesome. You never told me that story. No, yeah. I, I, don't <laughs> know. I know I've told it, told it over the years, but it was it was so cool. It was so cool. <laughs> I've told it over the years, not on the show, but like in regular. So I didn't yeah. even know if you had heard this from like. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I ever heard that one. That's so, awesome. Yeah, and then they called me in, and I said the same thing. Like when when I went in Wednesday for that, you know. For my day in the office, they called me in. I told them the same thing. Yeah, just so. the crowd got crazy. Yeah. We gave them a brick of stickers. <laughs> All right, Robbie, good. You guys are good. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I figured the statute of limitations got to be up so I could talk about it. Because that was like early 2000s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It's about that break time. All right. Where's, uh, where's my shit? We'll be back. With our dressings. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Well, too many rapes. Yeah. Here we go. This, 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 this is Hollywood I... actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob is the old one. <laughs> it's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. We, we all met when he was Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. He had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three. Three puppies, but my dick was inside. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs. For a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. 
So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. What's going on, Dre? Yeah, what's going on, Rob? You ready for your shit? Yo, I'm always ready. Let me get the phone ready. For my awesome shit. For Instagram. They need to see this shit. Everybody needs to see that. The whole world is watching. Alright. Add video. Fuck yeah. Here we go. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. I touch myself. The vinyls. I love myself. I want you to love me when I feel down. I want you above me. I search myself. I want you to find me. I forget myself. I want you to remind me I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, I touch myself. Oh, I don't want anybody else. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're the one who makes me come running. You're the sun who makes me shine. When you're around, I'm always laughing. I want to make you mine. I close my eyes and I see you before me. I think I would die if I were to ignore me. A fool could see just how much I adore you. I get down on my knees. I do anything for you. I don't want anybody else when I think about you. I touch myself. Oh. I don't want anybody else. Oh no, oh no, oh no. I love myself. I want you to love me when I feel down. I want you above me. I search 
myself. I want you to find me. I forget myself. I want you to remind me. I don't want anybody else when I think about you. I touch myself. Oh, I don't want anybody else. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I want you. I don't want anybody else. And when I think about you, I touch myself. Oh, 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 ah, 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 ah. I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, I touch myself. Oh, I don't want anybody else when I think about you. I touch myself. 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 I... I touch myself. I touch myself. I touch myself. I touch myself. Honestly, do. I touch myself. I touch myself. I touch myself. I honestly do. I touch myself. I touch myself. I touch myself. All truths. Somebody all I ever do. Listening to that in their car very loud the other day. I'm like, oh my god, that's a. I forgot about that fucking song. From the 90s it's a, or something. It's a good song. Where the uh, how do you spell it? Because I just want to post it on Instagram before. <laughs> is it the the Ivy? It's a 90s song. It's probably something yeah. that was played on the radio all oh. the fucking time. I probably sung it when I was like 12 I, year old. You probably masturbated. Probably to it. masturbated to it. N Y L S. Okay. Yay. Share. Share that for everyone's enjoyment. All right, you got the other thing ready, Jizz? Yeah, well, of course I do. This is a big one. This is, your, yeah. this is your time to shine. My magnet's opus. Too many rapes after rapes. Ice cream van. Mm. What who that could be with things in a van. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Too many rapes after rapes. Ice cream van. Spring has finally sprung in Rapesville. The cherry blossoms in front of the White House are in full bloom, where President Tubestakes and the sexy little Fembot have sat down with Greaser and Daxter to come up with their newest plan to ruin Phantom Boner's already terrible life. All right, Fembot and a-holes, what the fuck are we going to do this week to fuck with that stupid Phantom Boner? Probably running out of time with that stupid giant brain tumor of his. Oh, I got it, Daddy. Why don't we build a school next to that shitty trailer park he lives in? So he'll have to move since he's a sex offender. (laughs) Uh, That's a good one, baby doll, but then we'd have to fund it. And the kids in that part of Rapesville are dumb as fuck, so fuck them. <laughs> How about we euthanize and rape them, guys? <laughs> oh, that's a good one too, buddy. But then we wouldn't be able to fuck with them anymore after that, since the worthless prick would be dead. What about you, Greaser, my boy? Oh, me say we send SWAT team to raid his van with flash grenades when he's sucking off homeless man and shoot him with rubber bullets. That would be really funny cop prank. As soon as Greaser finished his sentence, the most obnoxious music started playing from the street outside. 
and it kept growing louder and louder. God damn it, I can't focus on ruining this loser's life with that shitty goddamn music playing outside. Finally over, and the planet saved, Captain Francis Tubestakes of Rape Force seized control of the White House, using the documents signed by Tronald Dump, forfeiting the entire country to him. He renamed it the United Rapes of America, beginning a new era never before seen. This is the story of After Rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Everyone was so annoyed by the terrible ice cream truck music playing that they all went outside to fuck up whoever it was when they realized it was stupid Phantom Bona. On the outside of his rape van, he had spray-painted the words Ice Cream Van, followed by 15 exclamation points. He opened the back doors and spoke to them. Yo, 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 check out these vibes right here. I'm selling ice cream now. Get it? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck is this shit? You literally only have freezer pops that aren't even frozen. What I'm assuming are room temperature pudding cups and... Oh. My. God. Is that a huge puddle of cum on the floor? Yo, yo. First of all, these freezer pops were frozen when I stole them from the convenience store this morning. These pudding cups are van temperature because the sun makes a hot AF in here. And of course that's a huge puddle of cum from all the $2 blowjobs I gave to pay for the lot fees in the trailer park I live in. I'm selling the ice cream to pay for the Brovid 19 album. You know the vibes? Yeah. Jesus Christ, you really do get worse every week, you scumbag. I'm tempted to give you the money to record your stupid Brovid 19 album just to get you out of our hair. But I'm sure somehow you'd blow all of it. And then just show up with another stupid get-rich-quick scheme. Yo, yo, yo. Fembot, I couldn't understand those words because I have a terrible headache from my massive brain tumor. But this sweet ice cream van music is giving me all sorts of new song ideals. Like this one right here. Yeah. Yo. 
Yo, my name is Driz and I'm the ice cream man with the ice cream van. That's right, kitties, come up and get your ice cream. Yo, you want a vanilla ice cream on a cone? That's right, lick that cream. Yeah, that's right. Lick that cream, yeah. I'm the ice cream man with the ice cream van. Come here, come here. I got some watermelon ice cream. I got chocolate ice cream. I only have ice cream cones. You want that on an ice cream cone? Cause that's all I got. Here you go. Here's an ice cream cone. Yeah, lick that cream. Yeah, lick that cream. Yeah. As soon as Phantom Boner finished the Ice Cream Man, Ice Cream Van song, Officer Greaser motioned in his SWAT team, who used flash grenades and shot him with rubber bullets. The whole team had a good laugh. Then they went out for drinks at Rapevine Bar and Grill, while Phantom Boner laid on the White House lawn in excruciating pain. When they got back later, he was still there crying. So they beat him up more. Went back out for drinks again. As he laid there hemorrhaging, he mustered up the strength to say a few dumb words. Oh, yo, yo. Me that fucking ice cream van was some bad vibes. I think I'm gonna do a flat earth rave. To raise bro for 19 money instead, you know the vibes? That's too many rapes. You. <laughs> Next week is Flat Earth Rave. Oh my god. <laughs> it's going to be wild. I tamed myself because I read that line first and I was like, alright, Flat Earth Rave, don't laugh at it, He's just say it. <laughs> someone special there, probably named Flat Earth Dave. It rhymes. I mean, Flat Earth Rave, Flat Earth Dave. Damn right Not based on a real person no. ever. We don't There's do no that. no Flat Earth Dave. Yeah, it doesn't exist. The uh, flat earth doesn't exist. We'll be back with some drizzle news and yeah. some celebrity snacks. I actually got to be honest, no, and yeah. I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. Timeshare. Oh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> Sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls. Offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill. So you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at Flirt Rider Doll, 
and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show. I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. The Childhood Home A stroll down memory lane for some. For others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now, he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? Until next time, don't be scared. What's going on? Where's the Yo, what's up? Drizzle News. Y'all got right here. Go down. Y'all go down. Um, Dude. down, 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 down. Down. How far you want me to go? Down, bitch. Uh, Texas boy, coronavirus, and felon. I yeah, guess. that's all down. That's the downest. That's almost a syndrome, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I like that parking lot. This whole parking lot, like, yeah. Where the fuck's my player, bro? Here we go. Uh, Drizzle News. Here we go. Where's some things? Where's some things? Texas boy fatally shoots 11-year-old with a gun he found in a car at a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, we Driss. call that good shooting. I feel yeah. like lock, you didn't like the car. It's okay, right, Chris? Yeah. That boy didn't do nothing wrong. A nine-year-old boy shot another boy age 11 outside of Dallas Walmart store on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's what you get, right? Yeah. And he was like was younger. Yeah, he was like, this is the last time you say you're older than me, bitch. Right, bitch? <laughs> Pow, pow. The two children were left alone in a vehicle while a 32-year-old woman who was watching them went to go shopping like a dumb cunt, yeah. according to police. Police attended the scene at the 2800 block of S. Buckner Boulevard around 12.40 p.m. Following reports of shots fired for the wind, Driz. When they arrived, officers found the 11-year-old boy uh, 
and the other boy in the parking lot outside Walmart. Neighborhood market. Is that the better of the Walmarts? The Although they're market? like smaller ones, I think. Yeah, they they wear dress. green and stuff. They sound like not as cool as the regular one. I don't know. The victim was taken to local hospital where he later died as a result of the wound he suffered, police said. Investigators said they believe the 9-year-old boy found a handgun in the vehicle and shot the 11-year-old boy after the woman parked her car to go shopping. Neither uh, the identity of the victim or the other boy was released. Their relationship and connection to the woman are not released. So you think she just grabbed some fucking random kids? Yo, I think so. They, she just kidnapped them. It was like, I gotta go shopping. There's a gun if you need it. Uh, yo, and I heard when the police got there, the nine-year-old was like, yeah, I fucking killed him. Blocka, blocka. I think that's what the nine-year-old say. A spokeswoman for Dallas Police Department told Newsweek when officers arrived at the location, they found an 11-year-old male with a gunshot wound. Well, that's what we said already, bitch. So stop copying us. The complaint was transported. The c compliant was transported to a local hospital and pronounced deceased. FTW. The witness, the 32-year-old female, had parked the car at the location and left the compliant and the 9-year-old male suspect alone. So what did that suspect do? Yo, this shit is shady because it does says the 32-year-old female witness. Like, what the fuck? She did nothing wrong, they're saying. Where was your mother? <laughs> What's next? Coronavirus is rampant behind prison walls, dude. Yo, that's because they sexually transmitting it through their anuses. You got a good point there, Driz. I was thinking all the corona rapes going on over there, huh? Early in the coronavirus pandemic, the Federal Bureau of Prisons created a virtual billboard. What does that mean over there? It's a webpage with a continuously updating tally of COVID-19 cases among his inmates and uh, staff. The site couldn't keep up with the data. That means it's, they need more, better service, right there, Jess? Yeah, and there's also like one guy there. He calls himself King COVID, and he's like, "I'm gonna spread the COVID to I'm all the other put guys." It up in your yeah, I'm King King COVID, and that's what the website keeps track of: King COVID. Likewise, nation jails, institutions through which tens of thousands of people regularly cycle, and other increasingly dire sites of coronavirus infection. So too are immigration detention centers and juvenile centers. Yeah. So let those kids go, right, Tris? Yeah, that's right. Don't keep them like you do. Yeah. Uh, they no, they all easily become petri dishes with no safe space with the shelter infection. In Rikers Island, the infamous New York City jail complex confirmed cases of COVID-19 jumped from one to nearly 200 in the span of 12 goddamn days from all those Yo, Rikers. that's a big number. All those yeah. Rikerings. You ever get Rikered real deep? Yeah, a couple of times, you know, it happens, like, you can't avoid that shit. I when heard you're you doing drizzle a little harder office. when you're getting Riker. Yeah, Damn, no right. comment on that. That Rikerin hits you on all the right spots, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Riker by a hiker. Causing more than 800 inmates to play be placed to quarantine. Is that solitary? Oh, no. Who's, Who's that? that <laughs> Riker's rate of infection is Riker. seven times that of New York City. Now the American ex- of the pandemic and 87 times higher than the rate of the nation at large. Yeah. So a lot of Rikers going on. Yeah. You know what we mean. Yeah, Lamar Johnson. Lamar Johnson is, he's in a Missouri prison. Yeah. Serving a life that's sentence. Right. with no parole yeah. for first degree murder. Yeah. Well, that's what he did. Fuck Yo, up. what if we save a bunch of money if he just got killed by COVID instead of us executing him? 
wouldn't have to pay the taxes on that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Felon, formerly a Cannonsburg, sentenced for ordering a thousand rounds of online ammo drills. Y'all don't know what's wrong with that. This world's going to shit. You need a lot of ammo. Damn right. Yeah. I don't care who you are. A former uh, Cannonsburg man was sentenced Monday, Monday, Monday to time served after pleading guilty to interstate transportation of a thousand rounds of ammunition that they were mistakenly sent to someone else. So that sounds like a little prank. Yeah, I, for your I also think his biggest mistake is that he didn't buy cannons in Cannonsburg. Damn right, that's where you go wrong. They don't like that when you buy other, other things. Henry Wessler III entered the plea before U.S. District Attorney Mark Hornack, who imposed the sentence uh, agreed to by Wessler's lawyer and the government as part of plea negotiations. Mm. Wessler isn't allowed to have guns and ammo because he's convicted of drunk driving in Washington County. Yo, but drunk driving isn't shooting and killing. Damn right. Damn right there, Drew. you got a good point. He was arrested on a federal case on July 29, 2019 after an investigation by Cannonsburg Police and the U.S. Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. That's a lot of fucking words. Yeah. That's a cool bureau, right? Yeah. You want all those cool words in your bureau. Yeah. You don't want to be the dumbass bureau. The BTFE. Fuck yeah. yeah. The UBTFT. The shipping label indicated the box. Bought on the site called AmmoForSale.com <laughs> or we got some ammo.com. Yeah, what do they got there? It was shipped from uh, Tennessee. It was supposed to go to Wesler at a Cecil Street address. Police search Wesler. Wessel's name and learned he had been convicted in December 2013 of a DUI. Officers were also familiar with him because they had responded to his house for mental uh, health checks 14 times. So what does that mean? Yo, it sounds like he's just being in prison because he's mentally ill and ordered some bullets. He threatened to kill himself, you son of a bitch. So he can't have bullets, right, Chris? Yo, he needs about a thousand of those because he must be immortal or something. Wessler admitted that he had ordered the ammo. He told the police he had a gun in his house. And uh, they didn't like that. Yeah, they were like, what the fuck? You're all retail. Why do you got a gun? You got a good point, Dedris. We got some ammo.com. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> What's oh, going on? What do you got? You got time. some good stuff? Same shit last time. I have sitting in my car some uh, a Java oh. Oreos. Some melted bullshit. <laughs> Great. Sending it for some like van a temperature. Week. Fucking pudding cups. <laughs> I have some van temperature. I guess. Choizelers too. Here's some Macaulay. I love Macaulay. Macaulay. I, I do like him. He's a good guy. Uh, was good. Usher. Definitely yeah. Usher. The Macaulay was good friends with oh, Michael Jackson. Oh, Rolos. I, I did like not that. realize I had Rolos. Those are fucking delightful. Uh, uh, DM. A lot of DMX. Uh, Harvey, definitely oh, Harvey. Harvey. Harvey made me laugh just by the headline. All mm. right. Uh, this will probably cover us. Let's get a thing going here. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Macaulay Culkin, I'm a daddy. 
<laughs> Didn't he do like a pizza like pants or something? That's some weird shit. Yeah. Here's something to make you all feel old. Oh. But I don't feel old. I'm just like who the fuck is gonna fuck Macaulay oh, yeah. Culkin? Besides Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. Here's something to make you feel old. Macaulay Culkin is now a proud parent. Mm. What's the kid's name? McCall Kalina? McCauley, best known as Kevin McAllister. He's not even known as his real name. No. He's just best known as this character he played in the early 90s. Um, in the insanely popular 1990s Home Alone movies, just announced the birth of his first child with his partner, actress Brenda Song. So he just knocked up another actress. He didn't even get married. Yeah, pretty much. Macaulay and Brenda welcomed their son, Dakota Song, Culkin. God damn. Into the world. Songs or something? (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get it up. Song Culkin. He's gonna Um, have to be. Yeah, into the world last Monday in Los Angeles. A rep for the Cockle Bowl, Catalopo, says he was named after. Culkin's sister who passed oh, away. Oh, yeah. That, didn't he do a movie about that called Bad Twin where he killed his twin? You I don't want to be named after the bad one. Is there a movie called Bad Twins? Or yeah. like Star Macaulay Culkin. It's amazing. The Bad Twin. Well, this baby boy is healthy after weighing in at 6 pounds and 14 ounces. This one ain't dead yet. Is this just, what is this video of just Macaulay just like watching TV and eating ice cream? Are those like knockoff Doritos called Crunchets? Yeah, we'll watch that later. It's pretty (laughs) jarring to think of Macaulay as a father and not as little Kevin getting raised by MJ. Get it? Yeah, right. Um, Entire generations have grown up knowing MC only from his classic Christmas movies. Yeah. Thanks, just telling us that he's a deadbeat and didn't do anything yeah, ever. Other than, like, kid. one film in the 90s. His movie's gonna raise a kid. He's gonna be like, you watch this, I'm going out for yeah. fucking Walmart. Yeah, just shit. do what I did in this movie and There's you're gonna be gun. fired. There's yeah. a gun in the cabinet. Yeah, put some fucking uh, marbles on the ground, you're, yeah. you're fine, kid. You're not gonna get uh, uh, robbed or anything. Joe Pesci comes by, you fucking shoot him. <laughs> you shoot him. That's- <laughs> he's not my friend. He's a wet burglar. <laughs> the, Google, the Google holiday ads repraising his iconic role. In fact, in fact, filming wrapped on the OG Home Alone a few months before uh, Macaulay's 10th birthday. Oh. And he was 11 years old when he played Kevin in the 1992 sequel. That's Why cute. do we have to know that? We do. Now he's a first time father at 40. And with baby Dakota. Joining the fold, Macaulay and Brenda will no longer be home alone. This article is awful. Sounds good. You wrote it good. Also, their sleep will most likely suffer. Yeah, I wrote this. I might as well have fucking wrote this. Uh, congratulations. Boo. Um, yeah, that's it. Hopefully, we'll we'll get a, a Home Alone uh, reboot starring yeah. Dakota Song Culkin. And a song out of it. Hopefully it's a musical. Hopefully it'll be an Oscar. I'm home alone. Where did my parents go? Who are these crooks with their beanies? Right? All right, Usher. Nope. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Yeah, Home Alone reboot starring the Drizz. 
I'm the creepy guy with the shovel outside. Yeah, you could be that guy. <laughs> Usher. Usher didn't pay strippers with Usher bucks. Big old misunderstanding. I love Usher bucks. I do I love really Usher wait bucks. Wait till you see them. I, like, I did. I read this whole uh, story. It's pretty fucking amazing. Up. I kind of wish he did it. I kind of do. Says he didn't do it. Yeah, it says his buddy did it as a prank. Oh, is that what it was? I yeah, didn't see that. yeah. It says his buddy it. was just fucking around. So the internet is ablaze with a fury that Usher allegedly made it rain on strippers with fake ass money. Leave it to the internet to just fucking assume shit and be like, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, with his face on it, no less. But take a breather because that's not how it went down. You might have caught wind of this today. A dancer going by the handle of at Beelove on uh, the IG posted photos of three Usher bucks that came in 120 and the dollar dominations. All that even printed dollar I ones. do love that. <laughs> With Mr. Raymond's face in place of the usual dead presidents. That does look... That, yeah, that's just fucking awesome. Great. Yeah. Like, it's Usher. Um, she posed the question, ladies, what would you do if you danced all night for Usher and he threw this? I think she was just being funny is what I think. Uh, yeah. The intuition... Was is she actually got the bogus cash for services rendered and called for Usher to be blasted for passing the funny money? Uh, she kind of got her wish based on all the Usher memes out there now, but turns out there's a way more to the story according to the people directly involved. So maybe it's maybe it's true. Maybe the people involved are just lying. Uh, let's see. For starters, this all happened at Sapphire in Vegas. And a rep for the club tells TMZ Usher did not tip the strippers with his fake money and actually dished out authentic green backs while also going on to tip the staff at large uh, quite generously. We're told Usher and co. ended up spending thousands on the dancers, real thousands mind you, and also enjoyed bottle service, which he did. Definitely didn't cover with these Usher bucks. It goes uh, without saying. Sapphire. I wish they all they fell for it. I, I, I was thinking he like bought like time. twelve bottles of wine. I was hoping he like. I love this picture, but yeah, no. Just says uh, now for uh, some more intel on what they, the hell actually happened here. Sources close to Usher tell us that somebody in his crew, not him left some stray Usher dollars behind on the stage oh. as a bit of a gag, both to be jokey, but also to promote his new Vegas residency. Well, I like the some... fact that we got to promote the fact he's living is in Vegas. Yeah, I got him some <laughs> yo, attention. Yo, Usher is here. <laughs> um, we've been uh, assured by folks in the singer's camp that he did, in fact, tip the girls who danced for him and that Usher bucks in question weren't used for payment at all. So yeah, so one of his buddies was just like threw a couple of those. Yeah. So his buddy's a piece of shit. Usher paid real cash and his buddy just tipped with some Usher bucks to be funny. Bucks. He was like, yeah. yeah, I don't got Usher money. I got Usher money. Fuck real money. We shouldn't be mad at Usher. We should be mad at his buddy. Harvey. At Harvey. What's going on with the Harvester? Mm. These are great, by the way. What are these? Rolos. One of my sons actually hates Rolos. Oh, what is in the middle? There's like a Caramel. chewy center. Oh, yeah. That's the You've never had a Rolo in your fucking no. life? 
Probably. Holy shit, they're one of my favorites, yeah. Uh, I don't pay attention to the names of candy. Candy's candy. No, it's a roll. I want that chocolate shit with the caramel in it, is what I would say. Yeah, and that's when you get fucked in the back of a van. That's where you went wrong. <laughs> Fuck. I told you not to tell the story on the air. Ah. Uh, um. Harvey Weinstein. Mm. What's he up to? Harvey now? Weinstein, nearly blind, losing teeth. Lawyer claims at X. He can't see and he's losing teeth. Extradition hiring? Hearing. Hearing? You're fucking wasted. You're a little drunk. Did you drinking a lot. Get some drugs or something? No. Fuck. It's a caramel inside <laughs> of these rollers. It's fucking you up. Harvey Weinstein's been um, indicted on sexual assault charges in L.A. and now faces extradition from New York. But he's hoping to stay put because his health is failing. So My health is failing. Get it? I'm Harvey Weinstein. I got a couple toots that went bad. I can't even see. I can't see. My health is failing. I'll give you a kick. bucks in the back. That's how much I can't see. I'll give you a kick in a movie for a blowjob. Damn right. This great movie producer appeared Monday for his extradition hearing at V video conference along with his attorneys, Mark Westman, uh, Norman Fman, who agreed uh, against him being sent to L.A. for humanitarian reasons. Fman claims, I like Fman, Fman's cool. Call him the F-Man. The F-Man. I'm going to F-Man. Men. All right, so what is F? F F-Man claims that Weinstein is technically blind and has major dental issues. He's almost blind. (laughs) He can't be in prison because of his bad teeth. He can't eat the mush that the prisons give you. He's allegedly lost four teeth and is in danger of losing more. Well... According to his lawyer, prison officials in uh, New York have scheduled two medical procedures for Weinstein, one for his sight and one for his Why is he going blind? The cover rapings? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) On top of all this, (laughs) F-Man... I love the F-Man. F-Man says his client still suffering from uh, cardiac issues, diabetes, and back pain, along with... Sleep apnea. Sounds like he's just fucking everything under it the It sounds like the it's all the there. shit he's had probably for like 20 years. Forever, yeah. While he was raping bitches, he was probably... <laughs> and while you're raping bitches, you don't brush your teeth, so they <laughs> yeah, go all bad. For all these... <laughs> now you need to walk. I'm giving you this movie world, but I yeah. can't see. Uh, for all these reasons... Probably just one... took his glasses off. He's like, well, I can't see. I'm Harvey Weinstein's team's asking the judge to allow him to remain at the medical unit he's been confined to at the maximum security prison in New York where he's serving his sentence for rape. Rapey um, rape rape. I just set the next hearing for later this month, so for now Weinstein will stay put in his prison cell. Duh. As we've reported, despite his 2020 uh, conviction in New York, he ain't seen 2020. He's still facing criminal charges in Los Angeles. He doesn't want to go to that other prison because he's like, yo, there's a COVID breakout over there. Like, I don't want to get that COVID. Over here. I don't want <laughs> yeah. to get COVID raped over there. That's all that's going on right uh, Oh, Weinstein. Oh, Weinstein pranks. 
Weinstein pranks. What is, yeah. is that him walking with like a walker and I don't even know. Is that a folder? Is that a mead fucking folder in there? I don't Does, know. Do you get a suit in prison? Where do you get that suit? I don't know. Look at probably, his buddy. Probably got a contraband sent it. Sent, it's probably <laughs> was in a cake. <laughs> his fucking. I needed the suit. <laughs> one of his little boys. I like his buddy propping him up there. Yeah, holding him with his elbow. Well, I like the bitch just shielding her face. <laughs> I don't want anyone to know that I associate with Harvey Weinstein. I also like break time. <laughs> All right. Where's, uh, that's, where's... A cre- that's funny. <laughs> maybe we uh, maybe we don't tell people about this one. Did we at least learn something? That we suck and everyone sucks? I guess that counts. Later, chodes. Hit me on the next one. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Your face is coming straight to your ears A podcast network that's changing gears Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat A family of pods that are bringing the heat There ain't no stopping us Keep coming back to us Sick ass pods that'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com